0: Welcome to another Digital Week. Um, I'm here with my colleague Monica Bradley. My name is Michael Roseman, but I'm particularly delighted to have Clive Winkup with me. Clive, the Chief Information Officer of WooWiz. Clive, how are you going? Uh,
1: Very well, thank you.
0: Clive, it's a delight to have you here. Clive, you've worked for Westpac, now WooWiz. What is the biggest difference for a CIO between banking and retailing? Um, well,
1: differences, I think, are, um, I still think uh, financial services are, um, uh, the interaction with banks is usually few and far between. You know, a retailer is, is an everyday experience, and, uh, and it's also a very pleasant experience. Most people shop and actually enjoy shopping. So, in retail, it's more about how do you enhance an, uh, um, an experience that customers really want, as opposed to how do you attract people into a bank to do what is effectively a a grudge transaction. Um, So it's much easier in the retail space. You're dealing with something that customers want to do. They want to interact with you. They're delighted with your product set, and it's really about leveraging that rather than trying to sort of compensate for what is effectively, uh, you know, not a, not a good relationship in the, in the, in, in the outset. Now, you know, um, from a CIO perspective, the technology fundamentally is not significantly different. The application of the technology is, is, is actually uh, very broadly different. Um, the differences are, you know, retail is all about supply chain, and there's a very heavy use of technology in the supply chain. Um, but where the real overlap is, is that customer
0: experience thing. And talking about customer experiences and the digital economy, where do you see the biggest opportunities of the digital economy for Woolworths? Um, well,
1: I, I absolutely think it's, in the, it's the integration of the, the digital with the physical. Um, and and actually matching that um, uh, customer experience piece from from our uh, uh, our online presence into our uh, uh, into our stores. Now um, we're seeing some movement in that direction. Um, we're seeing certainly in uh, in the apparel and in the uh, specialty goods uh, <coughs> retailing environments. <coughs> we still think there's a huge opportunity in um, in groceries, fresh and, and supermarkets, because it, it's it's not happening at the
0: moment. Thank <laughs> you. So we hear a lot about data analytics and that um, really because there is such an intense amount of data, I guess, gathered at the retail front because there's such frequency of how we interact with retail, particularly grocery and household good brands. Um, can you tell us a little bit about where do you see the the futures of the digital economy helping you or, or playing into digital analytics for your business mm. offering?
1: I think one of the one of the real opportunities for us is, is how, to, um, how to bring opportunities to the to the customer in real time in the physical world Um, and you know it's relatively simple to do it in terms of an online experience because you can do background uh, analytics you can you can do real-time on-the-fly analytics and you can you can push offers to the uh, uh, to the to the customer while they're online but the real exciting opportunity is to combine that with their physical location where they are at any given point in time whether they're in the store whether they're near a store or whether they're in a competitor store you know, what is it you can actually offer to them that's specifically relevant to now and where you are. And I think that's a whole new uh, opportunity space that we've only just started to, uh, to explore. And, and one of the challenges we've got to overcome is, is, you know, today we know customers are in the store just as they're checking out of the store. Mm. So we don't know they're in the store until they're leaving. And um, and that's a real opportunity to actually turn that around, to know they're in store and what can we do with them when, when they're in the store. But we've got to know when they're getting into the store rather than when they're leaving it.
0: What about other mega trends? Internet of Things, three D printing. <coughs> how does an organisation like Woolworths or a CIO like you? How do you stay ahead of what these technologies can offer and how you can deploy them in your organisation? Um, yeah, the Internet of Things definitely
1: is something for us that that is um, is a, is a, a really a strong opportunity in the in the supply chain. Um, one of the challenges we have is obviously on our product flow. Uh, much of that is is calculated algorithmically today based on um, uh, forecasts, based on um, uh, store interactions. Um, the Internet of Things offers us the opportunity to know much more about the physical environment and therefore actually have tangible uh, real-time feedback from what's actually happening. Now, the technology is not really quite there yet. Um, So from our perspective, it's a question of actually doing the right amount of experimentation to understand where the opportunities might arise. RFID tags, technology that's been around for a while, the price point is is not going to work at a specific, uh, ubiquitous level on everything. Uh, but it might work in certain areas. It might work at the pallet level or at the carton level where it doesn't necessarily work at the item level. Um, similarly, we've uh, experimented with uh, with um, real-time electronic shelf labelling and the opportunities there are really interesting. But how do we integrate that with, um, with shelf-on-shelf availability? How do we uh, combine that with, uh, with information about where the customer is? And the interaction of all of that, again is an evolving space uh, we believe that on in that area um, there are still there are still scaling issues there are still um, there are still opportunities to actually combine device types um, that isn't actually <laughs> squeaky wheel <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sounds like we're in the uh, actually one of the warehouses today. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But we're talking about warehouses, <laughs> um, 3D printing. <coughs> so so yeah. um, there's a lot of hype uh, uh, around 3D printing. Mm. Uh, how does Woolworths assess the opportunities related to 3D printing? Well, we've
1: kind of had a bit of a workshop on 3D printing uh, and looked at uh, potential opportunities. Um, we we definitely feel that there are uh, it, it will be something that, uh, that 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 we will be applying in some areas. It is still a, a fairly um, it's, it's a developing um, technology obviously um, one of one of the areas that we we have looked at is in is in uh, is actually in uh, kitchen design in our masters store and um, you know sort of creating a physical uh, um, uh, tangible takeaway model of what your kitchen will look like um, that's that was an experiment, which which was you know interesting, provided some really useful feedback from uh, from customers, but we think there are a lot of opportunities that uh, that three D printing will uh, will bring along, and you know looking far into the future, you know how many of our uh, distribution channels can we actually uh, virtualize and, and have the the, the actual item. Generated locally rather than actually being shipped, virtualized the supply chain. You know that's that's a really exciting prospect for the future.
0: Mm. And finally. How does, How's Woolworths approaching the whole subject matter of raising, if you like, your innovation literacy within the organisation? Clearly sometimes we're only limited really by our own ability to have a mindset to, to look at the opportunities and risks of the future. Could you tell us a little bit about how you're approaching the innovation and raising capability?
1: Well, one of the things we're doing is we run a program with QUT on uh, and bringing executives into, uh, into the campus in Brisbane and actually getting them to think uh, more openly. And talking to them more about the processes of uh, of innovation, uh, m- rather than just uh, just in terms of just idea creation, or actually taking the idea through to actually uh, uh, production. One of our challenges is always, you know, we're very busy, very uh, full on uh, and and how much airtime do you get for new ideas and how do we integrate those new ideas into our existing plans. And I think it's really important to encourage executives and to to involve the people because, you know, we've got 187,000 people. Um, That's a huge asset in terms of idea creation. Our challenge is actually not so much in creating the ideas; it's actually about taking those ideas through and giving the opportunity. Now we've done a few things. We've done, uh, we've done hot houses. Um, we've 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 reached out to our uh, to the entrepreneur, the local entrepreneur market. Um, we've done a, a, a series of, uh, of, uh, of, of of internal uh, functions. Where we're really striving to get to is to, is, to, is also al- almost to institutionalise the innovation process, to actually gen- get ideas being generated and taken through to, to realisation. And they can be big ideas, they can be disruptive uh, technologies, or they can be small everyday improvements. It doesn't really uh, matter. Now, one of the things we are focusing on, though, is, is actually how do we create an environment of diversity that encourages uh, uh, innovation. Um, you know, it's, it's very easy to get focused on uh, very single direction uh, teams. I'm very, very uh, uh, passionate about creating multifunctional multi- and, and diversely skilled uh, 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 skill sets within the team. Uh, my my ge- general mantra is that, you know, it might be easier to manage uh, uh, a, a group of like-minded individuals. But when you've got a problem with a group of like-minded individuals, you're only ever going to want one solution. Uh, today's uh, business environment, today's digital world means you need 10 solutions for every problem. And you've got to be able to try and figure out which one is going to work and which are the eight that are not going to work. And out of the two or three that might work, which one are you going to go for? That's a whole process that we've got to be able to get as many different thinking people into a room to actually generate the, those thinking.
0: Clive, you described an incredibly exciting future for Woolworths, its employees, its ecosystem and in particular its customers. Thank you so much for your time and best of luck with all the opportunities. Thank you.